For Monday, November 1st, it's the early word from the WNYC Newsroom. I'm Lance Lucky, in for Isaac Davey Aronson, with a look at this morning's top news stories, the day ahead, and reporting highlights from the WNYC News team. Coming up, Mark Garber tells us that Attorney General Andrew Cuomo has been tight-lipped on whether he'd like to see convicted former controller Alan Hevesy behind bars. And New Yorkers lived up to their Halloween reputation as a traditional assortment of ghouls, zombies, and the scantily clad joined forces with several crews of untrapped miners to parade through Greenwich Village. We'll start with the morning's top headlines just ahead. The Early Word is a production of WNYC Radio. You can support this podcast by making a donation at WNYC.org, where you can also get the latest updates on this morning's headlines on the news page. Officials say the mail bomb plot that originated in Yemen may have been aimed at blowing up planes in flight and was only narrowly averted. The officials acknowledged that one device almost slipped through Britain and another seized in Dubai was unwittingly flown on two passenger jets. Brazil has elected its first female president. The country's Supreme Electoral Court says governing party candidate Dilma Rousseff has won. Rousseff is a former Marxist guerrilla who was tortured and imprisoned during Brazil's long dictatorship. Secretary of State Hillary Clinton is urging Cambodia to improve its human rights record and ensure that the Khmer Rouge are brought to justice for crimes against humanity in the 1970s. Clinton visited a former Khmer Rouge prison and torture center in the capital, Phnom Penh. Stateside, the midterm elections are tomorrow. Many analysts predict big turnover in Congress and around the country, but not everyone is convinced. Alan Brown was leafleting yesterday for the Working Families Party on the Upper West Side, and he says the pundit's track record is not perfect. You remember the picture of President Truman grinning at the at the headline that said, Dewey defeats Truman? What it means to, to me is that, is that people can guess wrong about what's going to happen in an election. Yesterday saw Democratic candidate for Governor Andrew Cuomo holding rallies across the city and in White Plains to get out the vote. His Republican opponent, Carl Palladino, spent the day campaigning in Long Island and Westchester County. A new Siena Research Institute poll showed Cuomo leading Palladino by a 58 to 53 percentage point margin, but Cuomo dismissed the poll numbers, warning supporters that Democrats remained in an uncertain political environment going into Election Day. Meanwhile, State Attorney General Cuomo says he's not sure if he will recommend jail time for former State Comptroller Alan Hevesy. WNYC's Mark Garber has more. Hevesy pleaded guilty October 7th to charges that he accepted free travel and campaign contributions from a financier seeking state pension fund investments. Cuomo says his recommendation may depend partly on whether Hevesy fulfills a promise to cooperate with the probe. Carl Palladino, Cuomo's Republican opponent in the governor's race, has accused the attorney general of going soft on political allies accused of wrongdoing. The targets in the Hevesy probe are Democrats, but Cuomo's office has not played a role in investigating another scandal involving a lucrative gambling contract at the Aqueduct racetrack. Cuomo says that by the time he became aware of possible problems there, federal officials had already opened their own investigation. For WNYC, I'm Mark Garber. D.C. Metro says preliminary figures show Metro Rail moved a record number of passengers on Saturday in the nation's capital, many heading for the National Mall for that rally by comedians John Stewart and Stephen Colbert. Metro says over 825,000 Metro Rail trips were taken Saturday, compared to an average Saturday ridership of about 350,000. Metro says Saturday's ridership surpassed the 1991 Desert Storm Rally when over 786,000 trips were taken. 
Thousands lined the streets of Greenwich Village for the city's annual Halloween parade. As always, skeletons, superheroes, and the scantily clad were out in force. And a big theme this year was the rescued Chilean miners. Juan Pablo Cardona, a native Colombian, was in one of several mining crews. We were watched by over two billion people. People watch our rescue more than, than when we got into the moon. We are very proud that a South American country made this happen and the whole world watched it. Also spotted multiple Michael Jackson impersonators, including the undead version, of course, as seen in the classic frightful video thriller. Taking a look at today's calendar. A trio of economic reports comes out this morning. The Commerce Department releases personal income and spending for September, as well as its report on September construction spending. And the Institute for Supply Management releases its manufacturing index for October. As the investigation into the package bombs from Yemen continues, former Homeland Security Chief Tom Ridge speaks at George Washington University about existing and emerging threats to national security. November is National Adoption Month, and today Ambassador Susan Jacobs, Special Advisor for Children's Issues, briefs the press on international adoption-related issues in the White House briefing room. Topics include trends in numbers of adoptions from various countries, the suspension of adoptions with Nepal, and the efforts to promote the Hague Adoption Convention. Just some of what's happening this Monday. The man President John F. Kennedy called his intellectual blood bank has died. Theodore Sorensen died yesterday at New York Presbyterian Hospital of complications from a stroke, according to his wife, Jillian. She said he remained active and committed to his principles even after suffering a major stroke nine years ago. Who believed in uh, justice and freedom and democracy and in the honor and the duty of public service. Jillian Sorensen said just two weeks ago her husband collaborated on the lyrics to music to be performed in January at the Kennedy Center in Washington, a symphony commemorating a half-century since Kennedy was inaugurated. Of the many speeches Sorensen helped compose, Kennedy's inaugural address was best known. Bartlett's familiar quotations includes four citations from that speech, which built to the unforgettable exhortation, Ask not what your country can do for you, Ask what you can do for your country. Theodore Ted Sorensen was 82. So many styles, so many, many styles. To you we'll wrap it up with the gig alert. The Oakland-based duo Zion Eye delivers socially conscious lyrics with firm roots in reggae and dub. This song is from the group's latest album, Atomic Clock. Zion I performs tonight at Brooklyn Bowl in Williamsburg. You can download the group's new track, Many Styles, for free on our culture site. Just click on culture at WNYC.org. You can learn more about the stories you heard here, download more podcasts, and go in-depth with our reporters on the news blog. That's all at our website, WNYC.org. You can hear us there 24 hours a day, as well as on the air at 93.9 FM and AM820. From the WNYC Newsroom, I'm Lance Lucky. Have a great day. To you,